Welcome to all things love and intimacy with Katie Ziskind. I'm your host, and I am so excited to be diving into this topic with you today. This podcast is intended to help you stay positive, learn more about sex, and be able to talk with your partner confidently about your sexual desires, needs, and expectations. So without further ado, our conversation topic today is staying positive with erectile dysfunction. When you have erectile dysfunction, you may have low self-esteem issues. There may be this anxiety feedback loop where you have sexual performance anxiety. You're worried you're going to lose your erection during your next future sexual experience. And therefore, it might even make you avoid intimate partner experiences. A lot of men will turn to medications, but sometimes they don't help because erectile dysfunction can be anxiety related. In this episode, we're going to go into a variety of reasons and things that you can look at if you are struggling with erectile dysfunction. If you want to work on sex and intimacy in coaching, you can book your free phone consultation at wisdomwithinct.com. When it comes to erectile dysfunction, it's really important to know that this condition is not indicative of age. So erectile dysfunction does not naturally occur because you're getting older. Um, it's a common myth. You might have been told that, oh, it's more common to lose your erection as you age, but it's not true. Men of any age can develop erectile dysfunction issues. When you struggle with erectile dysfunction, it's important to learn about sex. Sometimes um, there can be issues like growing up in a strict religious environment that plays a role in erectile dysfunction. There are many pieces of the pie when we look at treating and remedying and kind of overcoming erectile dysfunction. So look at how you were raised. If you were raised in a strict conservative or religious home, you may have received fear-based messages about your body and traditional views on sexuality. So you may feel that, you know, maybe you have to be a certain way in the bedroom or there are certain parameters that prevent you from openly talking about sex. Maybe you grew up thinking that sex was dirty or taboo because when you talk to your parents about sex, they didn't give you sex positive education. You may have been punished if you wanted to talk about sex. Um, So you developed kind of this uh, shame, guilt, and some complex emotions around your own sexuality. So growing up in a strict religious and conservative environment can lead to sexual shame and guilt that can contribute to erectile dysfunction. Another issue that can be one piece of the pie when we are looking at erectile dysfunction is pornography use. Now, pornography is a form of erotic material, so it can be arousing, it can help you and your partner get in kind of a sexy mode if you're stuck in parenting or um, really kind of struggling to shift into that erotic play space. But self-isolating, withdrawing, and even developing a pornography addiction um, where you're much more inclined to become sexually aroused from pornography than you are with your real life partner or partners, um, it can lead to erectile issues. So your body and your mind um, is much more easily aroused through porn because there's not another human that you have to attune to. You don't have to read someone else's body language. Um, You're just kind of connecting within yourself. And masturbation can be very helpful and help you understand what types of touch you like, but watching pornography um, in excess and compulsively can lead to performance issues when you are with a real life partner. 
your mind becomes conditioned to be sexually aroused only from pornography you may need more and more um, material you may be watching pornography for longer and longer um, and therefore you condition yourself to only become sexually aroused by watching your specific pornography videos and when your real life partner is naked or caressing your body or you're making out your body is uh, not as responsive in those environments so um, reduce your pornography consumption if you are looking to tackle erectile dysfunction um, and if you notice your pornography use is getting compulsive um, working with a therapist or a mental health professional can help you start to understand the root causes of why you may be seeking that dopamine rush um, but yes your body can become conditioned to erotic stimulus and pornography and it does take time and practice to start to be more mindful in those real life experiences Another way to work with erectile dysfunction issues is to focus on nutrition. So if you're eating processed foods, junk foods, you're living off caffeine, you're having sodas, Coke, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper, all of these really sugary processed drinks, um, and your, your nutrition is just lacking, you're not having fresh fruits and veggies, you know, leafy greens, broccoli, fresh fruits and vegetables, um, your, your body is not going to actually have like minerals that it needs, potassium, magnesium, zinc, vitamin C, all of these things to actually have energy. So if you're eating processed foods, there can be a lack of circulation issues. Um, you may feel more tired. You may feel more lethargic. Um, your body really needs real nutrition. So shop the outside areas of the grocery store, go to the produce section first, have whole grains, wheat berries, farro, millet, um, brown rice, all of these really nutritious foods, you know, grass-fed meat, um, go to a local farm, um, have beans, all of these really um, natural foods that your body can actually digest. That is going to play a huge role in erectile dysfunction. If you are having candy and uh, lots of sweets and treats during the day, you may have erectile issues. Another component to erectile dysfunction um, is needing to have sexual touch, uh, but also having non-sexual intimate experiences. So when I work with couples, something that I often will prescribe is a uh, weekly non-negotiable massage. So you give your partner a massage, your partner gives you a massage, you have this time set aside every week you know, if you want to watch your favorite Netflix show, you actually don't do that. You focus on this being non-negotiable time for sensual, romantic, caressing, grazing, and this helps to support non-sexual touch that doesn't have to end in penetrative sex. Our culture puts so much focus on penetrative sex, penis and vagina sex being the end goal of all touch. So having a massage experience with your partner once a week can help to reduce anxiety and build in diverse touch. So it's really important to be intimate besides sex. Um, make out for a minute, feel your partner's tongue, really get your hands scratching or caressing their back. Be involved with each other in ways beyond just this focus on penetrative sex. Um, another piece to treating erectile dysfunction and staying positive and kind of thinking about it with a holistic mindset is getting good sleep. So our bodies uh, scientifically respond better sexually and we have more 
energy, more hormone reserves when we've had a good night of sleep. So take the time to come up with a good bedtime routine, brush your teeth, floss, wind down, try to go to bed at the same time every night and wake up around the same time every morning. So creating good sleep hygiene is a form of self-care and can actually improve your erectile function. So if you're staying up till 3 a.m., um, if you're sleeping until noon, these things can impact your sexual function. Um, another piece is that we become so focused on, um, a lot of men become very focused on their penis being hard, being uh, in like a hard penis being required for a positive sexual experience. So a lot of times when I talk with men, they'll say the sex was unsuccessful because my penis was not hard. So I really want you to focus on other achievements. You do not need a hard erect penis to be a good lover. You don't need to have a hard penis the entire time you're sexually aroused. You don't need a hard penis to please your partner. I think so much pressure is put on having a hard penis, potentially from porn, from culture, from lack of sexual education, your hands, your tongue, sex toys, all of these other areas of your body can actually be incredibly pleasurable for your partner so you don't even need a hard penis to be a good lover but focus on other achievements so having a hard penis is not achieving good sex so we want to kind of break that down you know you've done a good job at work you're probably also a good parent you had good meals today you let someone go at the stoplight in front of you you said thank you to the cashier at the grocery store um, focus on other achievements. You know, you we often get so focused on how do I get my penis hard and we want to take a little bit of pressure off that. So reflect on the things that you are proud of yourself about and really highlight those. That's important. Um, on another note, when we look at erectile dysfunction, uh, increasing and learning about foreplay can be really helpful. So foreplay is often not long enough in pretty much everyone I talk to that comes in as a client, foreplay is just not long enough. Foreplay builds excitement for both you and your partner. Building excitement is so important for the female pleasure system. The female body needs about 45 to 90 minutes of foreplay at a minimum to achieve an orgasm. The male body needs about five to 10 minutes of foreplay to achieve an orgasm. With that said, the more foreplay, the more desire builds. So we want to incorporate sexy text throughout the day. We want to text about a sexual fantasy back and forth. We could send sexy photos. We could have sexy phone calls. We could send videos back and forth. We could also compliment each other. Um, foreplay is getting the mind involved. So instead of talking about parenting or paying your mortgage or, you know, the next kind of business thing that you're doing as a couple, talk about your last sexual experience and what you loved about it. Talked about, talk about the light that was reflecting on your partner's hips. Talk about, tell your partner, I loved the way your eyelids fluttered. That was so hot. Like, I want to go back to that space with you. Foreplay is also caressing, so caressing your partner's erogenous zones. This could be running your fingers gently across their inner wrists, giving them a back massage, giving head scratches or head massages, 
a making out, French kissing, sitting on each other's laps. Uh, foreplay is an incredibly important part of um, sexual experiences that often gets missed. So this is, think about the large, larger areas of your partner's body that are not their genitals. So caress their shoulders, their arms, their thighs, give foot rubs to each other. Start to get those mental juices going and foreplay builds excitement. It also helps to reduce anxiety. So we know that there is that feedback loop of sexual performance anxiety that goes with erectile dysfunction. Another component to staying positive with erectile dysfunction is to look at relationship issues and conflict. So erectile dysfunction is really common when you have emotional disconnection. So if you and your partner are using the silent treatment, if you're not talking about issues, if conflict's being swept under the rug, and in a more intense way, if you're yelling at each other, screaming at each other, slamming doors, sleeping in separate bedrooms, um, really having some negative communication tactics arise in your relationship, um, relationship issues can contribute to sexual issues. So as you know, as you think about this, think of emotional intimacy and emotional connection being a really important foundational component for sexual intimacy and sexual passion. So once you have a strong emotional connection, you start to feel safe and secure with your partner. They're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to rush you. And they're also not going to pressure you to be anything other than you are. So you're accepted. You feel appreciated. You feel valued and seen. And when you're feeling that way, you can feel more confident sexually. And as you build an emotional connection and emotional intimacy, your sex life gets better. And then as you have more sexual activities and sexual experiences, that creates a positive feedback loop fulfilling the emotional connection as well. So work on any lingering relationship issues. If you need help, talk with a marriage therapist. Another component to erectile dysfunction and low desire issues and sexual dysfunctions are medication side effects. So for one, SSRI medications, which are antidepressants, often have side effects of low libido and can make you disinterested in sex and can lead to erectile dysfunction issues. Now, if you are on an SSRI medication, it's very important to work with your prescriber or your psychiatrist to manage your side effects. It, and you should never come off cold turkey, like never taper yourself off. Always work with a provider. Always work with a professional who's prescribed you the medication um, to slowly come off that medication if that is right for you. But SSRI medications can have side effects of erectile dysfunction and low desire issues. Another component to staying positive with erectile dysfunction is improving um, how you talk about sex with your partner. So a lot of times we grow up in an environment where you're uncomfortable talking about sex or you never talk about it. Make it something that you talk about commonly, curiously, be open and receptive to each other. So just like you talk about your bills or how much you're both putting away to pay your mortgage or um, what daycare you want your children to go to or where you're going to spend your holidays, make sex an open, familiar, curious conversation in your relationship. Um, if you need to structure an hour once a week to talk about sex or 15 minutes every couple days, and you can even do a yes, no, maybe list if you need a little more structure. 
So a yes, no, maybe list is a list of a variety of different sexual activities. Um, let's say it starts with A and it begins with anal sex. You know, you might be a yes, your partner might be a maybe. Maybe your partner's never had anal sex before, but they might be curious about it, so they would be a maybe. And so you guys can use those as kind of points of contact um, and conversation topics to talk about sex. But talk about sex openly. Say, hey, you know, um, my sexual desires are changing. They're evolving. I find this super attractive. One of my fantasies is to have sex outside of our bedroom. You know, what environments would you feel safe and comfortable, you know, expressing your erotic self in? You know, for some people, a dirty bathroom, train station, an airport, restroom, you know, outside in the backyard, you know, a hotel, all of these places can be erotic play spaces. Um, Of course, don't partake in any illegal activity, but, you know, talk with your partner, you know, how can you spice up your sex life? Another component of erectile dysfunction is past trauma. So sexual, physical, and emotional trauma can leave a lasting impact on all of us. There can be emotions of anger, grief, betrayal, sadness, confusion, um, all that comes along with past trauma. And our body, your body, or the human body is like a blueprint. So if there has ever been unwanted or non-consensual touch, on your body at any point in your life that blueprint has been kind of left there so now you may be experiencing sexual challenges because of fear responses or um, feeling unsafe in your body due to trauma so past trauma is a huge component to sexual challenges you know if you let's say for instance you experienced unwanted touch in the past you may be with a really safe amazing caring partner now but there are fears that come into your mind and intrusive thoughts um, that can lead your body to lose its erection you know our bodies you know think about being cave people and anytime we experience fear or anxiety our body prioritizes stress hormones and it's pretty much impossible to have stress hormones and your sex hormones working at the same time so in order to be sexual erotic playful and passionate we have to be in a kind of relaxed and then sexually excited state so we cannot be thinking that you know a burglar is going to come in or you know a woolly mammoth is going to chase us in order to get sexually aroused Um, and there may be an adrenaline element for some sexual activities but we really do have to kind of look at trauma and how that works with the nervous system so calming your parasympathetic nervous system after trauma is key if you've been through a lot of trauma and you've been in fight flight freeze and survival mode your nervous system has been conditioned and trained to be in that fight flight freeze to be in a high stress state to be constantly looking out for danger you know um, so you really kind of have to practice relaxation you know practice meditation just like you would practice being alert um, you, uh, after trauma do mind body meditations do body scans um, learn to be in tune with the toes you know that you have on your feet that are in your socks or if you're barefoot feel what it's like to be barefoot and feel the air on your skin and feel the clothing resting on your shoulders and start to really be in your body after trauma and that can help you enjoy sexual experiences more 
So learning relaxation skills and how to connect your mind and your body can help improve um, your mind-body connection when it comes to erectile dysfunction. When you are struggling with erectile dysfunction, notice your inner dialogue. If you are putting extra pressure on yourself, see if you can use positive self-talk skills. So if you are saying, I have to come right now, or I have to have a hard penis, uh, I have to perform better, I have to be a successful partner, or I have to have a hard penis to please my partner, and if I don't, then everything is riding on this, that can really put a lot of pressure on yourself. So kind of uh, shift into gentleness and self-compassion and positive self-talk. So, you know, you can say, you know, even if I lose my erection, I can switch to giving my partner oral sex. Or even if I lose my erection, I can, you know, support my partner in receiving pleasure by using sex toys. You know, I don't need a hard penis to be a good lover. And you can also talk about in your mind to yourself what you're experiencing so for some people it's I have a partner that I feel safe with you might even say I am in this room you can look at the colors in the room and name five colors to yourself you can really try to be um, positive about yourself and be your own best friend uh, another component to erectile dysfunction is being naked together so showering naked, um, laying in bed naked, walking around your house naked, just enjoying your nakedness and not having so much pressure on um, taking your clothes off and then having to have a hard penis. So walking around, just enjoying your naked body and your partner's naked body and just seeing what happens. Another component to erectile dysfunction is scheduling sexual time and sexual playfulness. Um, because when we, when you have erectile dysfunction, you have, you may also develop a feedback loop of sexual performance anxiety. So you feel anxious because you've lost your erection in a past experience. Maybe even your partner developed self-consciousness or criticized you or asked you if you're cheating and got suspicious. So you have fears of not being able to please your partner. You may have felt embarrassed or humiliated. Um, a lot of our culturalized and traditional views of masculinity centralize around having a hard penis. Um, so there's a lot of negative emotions that can come from um, not being able to maintain an erection. And if, you're, if your partner's criticized you, it can be really tough. Um, so you then decide to avoid partner sex. You may be even with a new partner and you may just try to keep doing things outside of the house so that you don't have to kind of perform sexually or won't, you know, if you're out doing things or, you know, doing fun dates and attractions, you don't actually have to, you know, get naked or, um, you know, perform sexually. So uh, scheduling sexual play can help you and your partner start to have more positive sexual experiences. Sexual play could just be playing around on the couch, just laying, cuddling together, and just enjoying that moment. It doesn't have to mean penis and vagina penetrative sex. Um, so set aside, you know, at minimum two days a week, 90 minutes, minutes each uh, to really enjoy each other's erotic sides. 
So let yourself be seen, be vulnerable, and you can allow that erotic, primal, playful energy to come out in your partner as well. Another component to erectile dysfunction is alcohol use and drug use. So if you are using alcohol in excess, even one drink can really affect some men. Um, alcohol can lead to erectile issues and performance issues. So you may have issues after you've been drinking, even six hours after you've been drinking um, in maintaining an erection. Drugs can also lead to erectile problems. So if you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, see if you can not drink alcohol and see if that affects your um, sexual performance. Lastly, erectile dysfunction is impacted by exercise. So if you are exercising too little or in an extreme case too much, these things can play a role. So the majority of the American population uh, probably doesn't exercise enough. Uh, we are conditioned to sit at a desk, which can lead to circulation issues. Um, we may also have really busy lives and exercise just does not happen. And you want to make sure you're doing something you enjoy. So if you like yoga and you like stretching, go take a yoga class. If you enjoy, you know, pickleball or tennis or volleyball, find something that you really like. You know, exercise can also be going skiing or snowboarding if you're in a really snowy climate. Um, swimming at your local gym or your YMCA can be a great activity. Um, there's so many different types of movement. So think about what brings you joy, joyful movement. Exercise doesn't need to be something that is an obligation. It should help you feel alive, help you feel healthy, you know, go hiking at a local state park and enjoy nature. Um, exercise is something that increases circulation, improves dopamine and serotonin in your brain, and um, improves really yeah so like circulation and your lymphatic system gets moved around um, exercise is important for um, having circulation to your genitals and it is a stress reliever so exercise can help you shift from that stress nervous system that sympathetic nervous system into kind of a more relaxed euphoric state so for some men uh, lifting weights in particular now, you don't have to lift the heaviest weight, but you just kind of go to the gym and you lift a weight that challenges you and work with a personal trainer if you need guidance on alignment. But lifting weights can increase testosterone, uh, which is a sex hormone. So you may notice your sex drive is higher after you've gone to the gym and lifted weights. Um, so most importantly is do something that you enjoy. You know, shoot for about 45 minutes, three days a week. Um, and kind of more rare, but if you are exercising more than an hour and 15 minutes a day, uh, you may be using all of your, uh, kind of hormone reserves for that physical activity. And that takes a lot of energy and endurance. Um, and so you may kind of be depleting yourself and not have energy left to become sexually aroused after you've exercised kind of for a long experience, you know, extended period of time. So like if you're training for a marathon, for instance, and running for two and a half to three and a half hours at a time, you may find that decreases your sex drive and leads to a disinterest in sex. 
because your body is putting all of its reserves into training for that marathon. So kind of find that middle ground with exercise. Um, and you may notice it plays a role in your erectile dysfunction issues. So these were some holistic tips to support erectile function. Most importantly, um, it's you know super, super important to know that you do not need to have a hard penis to be a good lover. You can use your tongue, your mouth, your hands, all different kinds of sex toys, um, even your words, the tone of your voice can turn your partner on incredibly. And if you have a female partner, many women orgasm um, from nipple stimulation, clitoral stimulation, um, you know, and vaginal penetration is not the way that many women actually orgasm. Some women can, some women will squirt that way um, and can have mixed orgasms. But uh, just know that porn teaches you, teaches men that they need to have this hard penis and um, it's really not true. You can have an incredible sexual experience without having a hard penis. So if you have any questions, you can um, put them in the comments. You can email us uh, and you can uh, see how these tips support you and bring out your playful erotic side. If you are looking for more individualized support for yourself or for you and your partner in terms of relationship coaching, you can book your free phone consultation to work with myself. I'm Katie Siskind at wisdomwithinct.com. That's wisdomwithinct.com.